we have Kim Soo-hyun joining us for Heads Up Monday. Good morning to you. Good morning, Henry. We're going to begin with the Ministry of Education. They're going to conduct a special audit on national universities that starts today. What is this about? Right. So starting today through July 16th, some 38 national universities in Korea are going to face a special audit by the Ministry of Education following the Anti-Corruption and Civil Rights Commission's recent report on misuse of this so-called student coaching fees. The government has an estimated budget of 110 billion won every year as the student coaching fees to support student mentoring and counseling at national universities. But the Anti-Corruption and Civil Rights Commission found that 10 out of 12 sample national universities had an undue payment record of a total 9.400 million won as the coaching fees. That's to say, these universities did not check before paying even if the prices for student counseling were charged at unreasonable figures. They even found a professor charging 130,000 won per social media text. The Ministry of Education plans to adjust the payment system following the special audit. All right. Well, uh, we'll keep our eyes on that audit. Let's uh, jump over to Wednesday now. We're going to mm-hmm. see a uh, super blood moon this e- that evening. Right. So there is going to be a super blood moon for the first time since 2018 this Wednesday. It's not just a regular super moon because there is going to be an eclipse as well, meaning the Earth would come directly in between the full moon and the sun, covering the moon from the sunlight and giving the red glow, uh, hence named super blood moon. Now the eclipse is expected to begin around 6.44pm Korean time, covering only the left part of the moon, and the full eclipse to start from 8.09pm. 9 p.m. and lasts for about 18 minutes. To commemorate the first super blood moon in three years, Kwacha National Science Museum is going to live broadcast the eclipse from 7.30 p.m. to 9 p.m. on Wednesday. Very exciting. We're going to stay with Wednesday, some political events here. Uh, Two months since this uh, top Mm. prosecutorial general position has been vacant, we will see a nominee to the post, Kimosu, and his confirmation set for that day. Right. And it seems like Kim Osu, the Prosecutor General nominee, who also happens to be the former uh, Vice Justice Minister, he would face a hard time at the hearing scheduled on Wednesday. Kim has been long considered a pro-ruling bloc figure as he served the three previous uh, justice ministers under the Moon administration. The main opposition PPP were initially against the nomination as they doubted Kim's ability to maintain the so-called political neutrality required of a prosecutor general. So the main item of the agenda is expected to center around this issue of political neutrality. They are also expected to question Kim on his time as a lawyer after stepping down from the vice justice minister post last year. Many believe he had been granted Chongguan Yeouf which are basically privileges that are given to lawyers who recently stepped down from a prosecutor or a judge. So the opposition suspect his first series of rulings as a lawyer would have worked in favor of him as it's in in the customs. So with these contentions, the hearing is expected to be quite intense as the Moon administration has only a year left until the end of the term and to complete the prosecution uh, reform, while the opposition parties have no reason mm. to back that. Yeah, so it's going to be a fight, I guess, uh, to simply put it. Moving on to Thursday, the Bank of Korea is expected to hold a regular monetary meeting. Uh, eyes are on whether they will uh, adjust the key interest rate. Tell us more. 
Right. So following recent Fed's um, hint at possible tapering asset purchases and tightening monetary policy, eyes are on what Bank of Korea's Monetary Policy Board would bring to the regular uh, regular session scheduled this Thursday. In a recent um, April meeting, the Fed official said it could reconsider tightening monetary policies, voicing their concerns for inflation with economic recovery. If the Fed were to increase the rate, the Monetary Policy Board of Bank of Korea should adjust its rate before the Fed to prevent spillovers of foreign investment that happen when uh, Bank of Korea interest uh, equals to or is less than the Fed. But some experts say that it may be too early for Korea to do so. Yeah, and so what we talk about with capital flight is that typically the uh, central bank's rate here in Korea has to have some... Mm -hmm. some semblance of a gap between the Federal Reserve uh, central interest rate because of the fact that if the Fed rate is much higher, then Mm -hmm. for the investors, there's just no incentive. You got to park the money Mm -hmm. in a place that's more better yielding, and that would be the Fed with the the, uh, stronger and more uh, secure dollar. And so that's something that the uh, BOK is going to be very Mm -hmm. mindful of. So it will be an interesting decision on that front. All right. Finally, we have uh, an event to talk about on Thursday as well. We we just got through Mm -hmm. President Moon Jae-in visiting... uh, President Joe Biden in the U.S. They talked about vaccine procurements. The good news for those who have been maybe awaiting their turn right now is Mm -hmm. that the government will be resuming administering the first doses of the AstraZeneca vaccines. Give us details. Right. So the Korean government uh, suspended AstraZeneca vaccines earlier this month due to the shortage of doses. But beginning on Thursday, the government is going to resume administering the first doses of AstraZeneca vaccines for the citizens aged from 65 to uh, 74. So far, only about 3.7 million people have received their first shots, but it falls far short of the government's target of 13 million people in the first half of the year. To expedite the process, an additional 5.56 million AstraZeneca vaccines are expected to arrive in Korea by early June with Pfizer vaccines arriving every week in large quantities. And the government has also promised to increase the number of designated institutions uh, to administer the shots to 14,000 by the end of this month. Right, and why that's important is because uh, if the expected supply comes in, because of the fact, as you say, uh, there have been less than the scheduled delivery of Mm -hmm. vaccines so far, there's going to be a very increased acceleration of Mm -hmm. this. So we're going to be seeing a huge ramp up of the vaccines being distributed and the people coming in for the vaccine. So you're going to have to facilitate that with the uh, necessary facility. So we'll keep Mm -hmm. an eye on that as well. Suyun, as always, thank you very much for the reporting. Always appreciate it. And we will talk to you again soon. See you next week. We're moving on to the second hour of the program. Taking us there is another check of traffic and weather.